This podcast has been brought to you by the Sonar Network. Sonar! Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Bedpost Podcast. I'm your host, as always, Erin Pym, and I'm the producer of the theatrical variety show, The Bedpost Sex Show. Here at the podcast, I like to invite guests and performers from the stage show and beyond to indulge me in a more in-depth conversation about sex and sexuality. This week, I have super special guest, marketing director and event producer, Fatima Meshtab. Good morning. Hello. Yes. It most certainly is is morning. (laughs) (laughs) This may be the earliest I've ever recorded (laughs) a bed post podcast. (laughs) Is this your life? You get up. Yes, this is my life. I love mornings. I do love you? mornings. Yes. You you it looks like you do. Like you are you are put together already. If you catch me at nine o'clock at night, this is not gonna be happening anymore. Really? See, and that, that's when I look my best. It's nine PM. I'm just starting to come around, you know? <laughs> come to the dark side, or I guess the light side. The light side, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So Fatima, you are from Oasis Aqua Lounge. That's right. Yes. Almost five years, actually. Almost five years that you've been working there? It'll be five years next month. Oh, my God. That's right. Yes, yes. November is when I started there, so. Oh, my God. Congratulations. Thank you. Yeah. so great. Oh, my God. It's it's... been life-changing. Yeah? Has it been? Absolutely. Oh, yeah. In what way would you say? I mean, my life is just a lot different before I came to Oasis. Um, I wasn't really in, like, the safest place in my life where I could really be who I wanted to be and express myself. And Oasis really provided me that platform. So, I mean, as soon as I kind of joined the team, I immediately felt like these walls come down and where I could really, truly be myself. And you carry that into your personal life outside of Oasis. Yeah, absolutely. I mean... I mean, over the years, you know, your friend groups change and partners may change and things like that. And my world as it is right now is just full of the most like lovely, sex positive, open minded, non judgmental people. And I'm not going to say that wasn't the case before, but it's it's opened up like enormously since um, I've become a part of the Oasis family. Yeah. The, the egg cracked wide open. Yeah. Oh, that's yolk. so lovely. <laughs> Good for you. Well, congratulations. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Um, has your, um, has your position at Oasis always been the same? Huh? Pos- position. Yeah. But I'm just, I'm, I like different positions <laughs> like, at Oasis. I'm versatile. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, I mean, I started off uh, when the business was basically kind of just getting off the ground. I think Oasis had only been open been for about two years. What, what um, was it like back then? Um, there was a lot. It was, uh, I would say that there was, there was a little like l- lack of structure. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, we were kind of finding our way. Shady. Yeah, not, shady, shady. not shady. More, more kind of like we were finding our way. There wasn't really a concrete, solid um, marketing team the way there is now. There was days of the week that the club wasn't open. So we were still kind of working on our programming, trying to decide what events were sticking with people and what people wanted to see and um, what days of the week we could, we could sort of structure our programming. So I came into the business at a time where there was a lot of things that were still being like um, developed. Mm-hmm. So at this point, 
We have a lot more structure, both like inside the club and also within our events calendar. We have a great solid team. Um, and so it's just, it's, it's matured and grown and developed a lot more. So when I started with the business, um, I was only producing Sapphic Aquatica, which right. is a event for women and trans folks. Which we'll talk about yeah, later. Of course, yes. <laughs> That's celebrating an anniversary as well. Ah. Um, and um, so that was what I was doing. And then I was slowly getting more responsibilities within event production and then also um, working with various people on the marketing team to now where I manage that team and I produce a number of events, but other people produce events at, at the club as well too. So I kind of oversee yeah. everything, but I don't do every event. Mm-hmm. But every you do event. a lot of events. I do a lot. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's what I love. I love, I love envisioning an idea and a concept. I like and, reaching out to seeing what people want to see there. And before the recording, you're saying like these events, they're meant to bring like-minded people together. So you're actually like creating communities mm-hmm. and bringing people together, bringing communities together. Yeah. And one of the things I love the most is when I talk to somebody either online or in person about something that they want to bring to the club. I love making that happen. Um, so for example, I was just speaking with somebody on Twitter. I haven't even met her yet. She doesn't live in Canada, but she lives, she doesn't live far and she is a professional phone sex operator. Great. And she is going to be doing a sex school, uh, event on dirty talk. Love it. Yeah. I, yeah, I have a friend that uh, does a phone sex work. She's done it for a number of years off and on, and I get her to do a very similar... I'll, I'll either get her at bad post, clearly I'm talking about. Yeah. I'll either get her to uh, do, like, her top five favorite calls of oh, the past cool. few months, or, like you're saying, I've had her do, uh, like, a Q&A. Um, about dirty talk. Yeah, man, she she is a professional. Yeah, I th- I give a lot of credit to that. I can't talk. I can't talk dirty. I am. I fail miserably at it. I, I, just... I, I like people to talk dirty to me. Right. Yeah. Exactly. No. I like I like hearing dirty talk, and I can write dirty things. So I just funny. can't verbalize them, especially in the moment, because you get like flustered, and you you know you're in the moment, and yeah, it's just not rolling off the tongue at all. It's just la, la, you know. That's funny. That's kind of similar to me. I like to hear it. I can write it. Yeah, but as <laughs> for me, anytime somebody asks me to talk about something, I'm always like, oh, oh. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I just, like, I'm like, uh, now I have to do a thing? I don't know. Maybe it's part of me being lazy. <laughs> yeah, that could be it. That could be it, too. I'm just like, Maybe I don't know. I just want you to just do that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just do things to me. <laughs> Classic sub. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, what? Because uh, when Oasis kind of first started opening, was there anything like it in Toronto? Um... There were a few other swingers clubs. Um, well, Wicked was still open. Yeah, and right. Wicked. I mean, Wicked was one of the big, the big ones that people knew about, yeah. and um, so that was still on Queen Street. And then it had since moved to Queen East, mm-hmm. and I don't think it's there anymore. No, I don't. Think I believe so. X Club also existed as well, but X Club is in. Oh man, I want to say like Mississauga or Oakville. It's fa- it's far. It's nine oh five. Okay. Um, I have and so heard there of was. That one. Yeah, so I've I've actually been to X Club. It's it's cool. It's different. Like they're all sex clubs are all so different from each other, mm-hmm. um, which is a really interesting thing about them. Um, I haven't been to as many as the owners have been to. They've traveled all over the world and have seen like so many versions of sex clubs and cool. swingers clubs. And it's really fascinating to hear about the differences from you know the admission procedure to uh, the types of events, the facilities. Um, so yeah, there's lots of variations. Um, but Oasis was, I mean, I would say the first of its kind as far as what it offers in terms of like what, like an outdoor heated pool yes. and um, the way that the rooms are kind of structured. 
Um, the building itself is very unique. It's a 19th century historical mansion. Mm -hmm. Um, and so, I mean, that's very different from other, other clubs that I'm aware of that are more sort of nightclub. They look more like nightclubs and whereas Oasis is more like a house with multiple floors. So yeah, yeah. It's like a sexy haunted house. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Pairs so well with our Halloween events coming up. (laughs) right. (laughs) Um, we had you on the podcast previously Mm -hmm. and we're going to have you again, but I mean, let's just talk very briefly about, uh, the facility at Oasis Mm -hmm. just for people who uh, haven't been there and didn't listen to the last one. Sure. Yeah. So, um, one of the big features at Oasis is our outdoor heated pool and it's heated all year round, seven days a week, um, winter, fall, summer, any season. Um, and it's great because especially in the winter when the snow is falling or it's dark outside and the, the steam rises from the pool, it's, it's so beautiful and it's warm and, um, and, and there, then, and there are heaters, like yeah. the patio heaters around as well. Yep, so you're not <clears throat> freezing your buns off. You're not really. And it's funny because when I first started like working with the club, I was like, oh, I guess people don't really use a pool in the winter. But no way, people just run from the bar right to the pool because it's also close in proximity too. So, I mean, you're outside for maybe 20 seconds before you can get into the pool and the pool's huge. So like, that's where people talk. That's where conversations happen. It's a great place to meet people. The pool is a very social um, aspect of the club. Yeah. Um, Don't run by the pool though. No, no running by the pool. (laughs) You can have sex on the pool deck. (laughs) Um, We don't encourage it in the pool. Um, And then we also have the hot tub. Uh, which is like obviously lovely in the in the winter, um, any time of the indoor year. Indoor hot tub, indoor hot tub, mm-hmm. and then we have a dry sauna as well too. And the club used to at one point have a steam room, but we've mm. since taken that out, and now we've repurposed it for other things that we need in the club. <laughs> oh my! Yeah, <laughs> it's not that sexy. It's, it's just more of a staff here. <laughs> oh, I was gonna say it's being put to better use. Yeah, I just like the word repurpose. <laughs> Repurposing. You gotta repurpose your life. Put that on a t shirt. Yes. Um, So we have the pool. What other kind of rooms are in there? Um, So one of the newer rooms that we've had, we we unveiled it in 2014, is called our Oasis Ballroom. So the ballroom is found on the second floor, and it's a lovely, huge, sort of purplish room with a stage, and it also has play furniture. So we use that room for performances, for spectator sex shows, and spectator sex is basically. a, a sexual performance by a couple or a group of people for the purpose of guests to watch. Mm-hmm. So it's like a performative live sex show. Love it. Um, we have workshops in the ballroom. And so we use that room a lot for anything that is any type of feature, entertainment, burlesque. It's a great room for mm-hmm. that. And or then speaker. Speakers, like, yeah. anything. Yeah. And um, demo. Yeah. And you actually were in the ballroom too, providing some lap dance instructions. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and you'll be back again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. We could mention that because it'll come out on, t- on time. I'll be there uh, November 10th. That's right. For Bump and Grind for Fridays. Bump and Grind yeah. Fridays. Yeah. Yes. Um, and then the ballroom also, I mean, it has play furniture, so you can play on it um, whether something's going on or not. You yeah. can just use that room for anything. Yeah. Um, and then right across the hall on the second floor is the Oasis Dungeon. So, again, it has some really great dungeon furniture. Um, it has a St. Andrew's Cross. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, we had a sex a sex swing. We have a desk. Um, we have a pew. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's mirrors. We have gorgeous artwork. Um, and There's some other play furniture in there. I'm thinking of the, like, little shades. Yeah, lounge. the sex, the X, the, the swervy S. The sex, the sex chair. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So there's some great stuff in there. And then of course people are always welcome to bring in their toys, their floggers, their handcuffs, whatever they want to use to like emphasize their kink play. Mm-hmm. And then on the third floor going up the stairs is our playrooms. So 
again, you could have sex in the club anywhere you want, but the third floor is the most comfortable place because of the the large um, pleather couches and play areas. Um, they're all very open concept, so they're not personal rooms. They're just they're just giant rooms, and they all kind of join in. So people are encouraged to share the rooms um, and share the furniture space. Mm-hmm. You don't have to share your partners if you don't want to, mm-hmm. <laughs> but you you are encouraged to share the space. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the things about Oasis Aqua Lounge is that we make sexuality a very open and natural and normal type of activity. So um, that's one of the reasons why it's a very open concept type of place. Mm-hmm. Um, and on the very top floor, on the fourth floor, we do have a private room. Mm-hmm. So there is one private room. Um, you That is something that you need to book with the staff when you arrive. Mm-hmm. We used to have it a little bit more open, um, but we found that it's better to just have it reserved at this point right? Um, for safety reasons and cleanliness and things like that. Because mm-hmm. you can lock the door. You it's can lock the totally door. Oh, private. Yeah. It's 100% private. Nobody can walk in. There's no windows, anything. It's just the it's most private room. In fireplace the up there. Fireplace, Fireplace. bed. Um, And I should mention, too, that all of our furniture is very easy to clean. So it's leather furniture. Sorry, it's not pleather. It's leather. And you can just wipe it down very easy. Um, There's no bed sheets. There's no porous materials and things like that. So that's one of the things that makes Oasis unique. Um, Unisys. Unisys. Oasis. <laughs> it's a brand new club. Oasis Unisys. <laughs> I, just, I, just, I just made up a new, new club name. Unisys. <laughs> it's <laughs> unique. It's an Oasis. <laughs> if we ever open a new location, that should be the name. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> um, but I, I know that there are, there are other, other clubs out there that uh, operate in a different way and they have more porous materials and people like the fact that Oasis is like the furniture is very clean and easy to mm-hmm. to keep yeah so in hygienic. the private room when you say there's a bed there yeah. it's a play furniture yes, bed play leather furniture. Yeah. that's right yes yeah. um and then in every room and, and in all the areas there's uh condoms lube all of your safer sex items that you need gloves um <laughs> and what else can i mention oh and there's but washrooms on every floor mm-hmm. so there's washroom on main floor second floor third floor and fourth floor it's not, it's, yeah, that's the staff washroom. <laughs> that's not the nicest washroom. <laughs> but the nice ones one on are, <laughs> yeah, main, uh, second, and third floor. And then we have bars. Yes, we have a main, we have a bar on our main floor. We have a bar on our third floor. The bar on our third floor is not open as consistently as the bar on the main floor. Um, mm-hmm. It's open during busier times. Weekend. So weekends, Wednesday nights, sometimes Sunday nights. Sometimes Monday nights, mm-hmm. depending on like our event programming and also the time of the year. Because Oasis, again, we're open 364 days a year, seven days a week, from 11 a.m. until 3 a.m. Mm-hmm. But obviously, the summertime is a little bit busier than the winter. And I imagine the later hours are busier yes. than the earlier. Do people come in right at like 11? Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm... I'm in the club during the day. That's sort of when I'm when I'm there, when I'm working there. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, people come in during the day and, you know... Um, I mean, on, in the summer for me, I'd be like, that would be like tanning time. Oh, yeah. Like, no, it's go like... Go by the pool nude. Like a Wednesday afternoon, tan. our our deck is packed. Yeah, full of I imagine so. Yeah. And it's such a, it's such a fun vibe. I, I, I really like Wednesdays in particular. It just, it brings out a really diverse group of people. Um, singles and couples are allowed. And... Yeah, in the summertime, it's just an awesome group of nude people, or not nude, or whatever you want, tanning and socializing. And again, like, being in the pool is a really great place to meet people. It's a very social place. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I always get into the most interesting conversations yeah, you and do. interactions in the pool, Yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it's funny that way, yeah. And, like, it's... fun and funny stuff always yeah. happens in the pool. Yeah. <laughs> just for whatever reason. Yeah, definitely, definitely. So, um... 
Fatima, I thought I would ask your uh, expertise mm. uh, on a couple tips on um, faci- things that can facilitate different types of play. Mm-hmm. You know, if you if you go in, uh, actually, I should mention to you at the last bedpost, uh, a good friend of mine, Daphne, did a real life sex story, and mm. her story was her first time at Oasis. Oh, that's a wonderful! And it was like I w- I wish I had the whole thing recorded because honestly, you should just run it like as an. Oh, cool. <laughs> we gotta get her in. We gotta get her in here <laughs> because she just had such a lovely first experience awesome. at Oasis, um, and a lot of it um, near the beginning was, you know, how do I, how do I, you know, okay, I'm here. Yeah, how do I meet people? How I'm do here. I... How do I start interacting? Yeah. How do I start, you know, connecting? with people and mm-hmm. stuff like that. So I thought I might ask you a couple questions. Of course. I mean, that's such a popular question. That's like what everybody wants to know. So yeah, 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 yeah. Like, you, okay, yeah, you're in the door, and we're here, we're showing up yeah. <laughs> to play. <laughs> we're ready to, you know, have sex or to have, you know, to interact with people. Mm-hmm. How do we do it? So so maybe we'll start with um, just tips on uh, talking to, playing, interacting with strangers. Mm-hmm. Say I'm a single person. Okay. And um, so, yeah, so you... You're male or female or anything in between, showing up to the club, just ready to play. Yeah. Um, and so I think this information is, can be transferred to really enter any gender identity. Um, but it's funny, I was actually thinking about this question this morning. And so when we think of the word stranger, we think of somebody that we don't know. We don't know their name. We don't know anything about them. And for a lot of people, that's a huge fantasy. Yeah, you know, like sex on. with a stranger, yeah. somebody I may never have to see again or talk to again, or they might just disappear. And I have this one encounter, and that's very exciting. Yeah. But the reality is that there needs to be some bridge between complete stranger who I don't <laughs> don't know anything about whatsoever to somebody I want to put my body on. (laughs) So we need to have a bridge between that. Yes. Doesn't necessarily mean you need to be best friends with the person. You need, you need to continue playing with them. But if you want to have a chance encounter, you need to make that, that you need to bridge that gap. Mm -hmm. So conversation is a great way to start. And yeah, I mean, it can be a little nerve wracking to approach somebody you don't know. um, But you would approach, but I think taking the type of approach that you would take at any social venue so Mm -hmm. any type of bars is a good step hello i'm are you new you know is this your first time here oh is it what did you think what did what was your first experience like um i think it's it's good to tell people that you're new to a venue because i think it's really kind of charming and i think it sort of breaks down some barriers um because everybody that's been in the space has been there for the first time Mm -hmm. so that's sort of a commonality um that people can share um if you have partners that you want to play with in in addition, like if you want to maybe like share partners, introducing your partners is really good. Um, one piece of advice that I like to give single people who are approaching a couple is to address both people in mm-hmm. the couple. Mm-hmm. Even if there's somebody that you have your eye on, it's really important to address like that couple as a whole because you don't know what their boundaries are. Yeah, I um. Uh, do you know Luna Matadas? Yeah, she's a good friend of mine. I love her. Yes, yeah, I love her as well. And she's going to be speaking at the next bedpost, which is November seventeenth. Awesome. And she's going to be talking about. Um, she's a unicorn, and she likes to play with couples. And she's got a lot of experience doing it, and a lot of great advice. Yes. For couples, uh, you know, quote unquote, picking up a unicorn or yeah. finding a unicorn. Yes. Um, because she uh, knows it all from the unicorn. Perspective. perspective. That's right. And she's got so many good etiquette and respect tips. Yeah. And because it can be 
she's like, we can get objectified. Yeah. And she's like, we're the ones in demand. Like, you know, we, we have the power position. Every couple is looking for a third to play with. Yes. And there aren't too many. That's why they're called unicorns. Yes. They're unique and hard to find. And yeah. maybe, you know, they don't exist at all. And where can I even start? Yeah. And she has so many good tips on couples approaching a yes. single person to play with. Well, one of the things I should mention, too, is that the club actually offers uh, what we call the right approach, which is a bathhouse etiquette. Um, workshop that we offer the first uh, sorry the fourth Wednesday of every month and so we talk about things like that Um, it's more from the perspective of uh, singles approaching people for play Mm -hmm. Um, but we we've had Luna Matadas visit Oasis on our very popular unicorn night Mm -hmm. and she's given some great advice um, for couples specifically looking for unicorn or vice versa Mm -hmm. Um, so I should also mention as far as asking people for play Mm-hmm. Certain days of the week, single cis men are not permitted to the third floor. Mm-hmm. So what happens sometimes is that uh, people congregate by the stairs mm-hmm. going up to the third floor <laughs> and their immediate um, reaction is to ask people if they want to come to the third floor. Mm-hmm. So, you know, and you really want to avoid that because when you approach people for play, even at a sex club, you want to make the other person feel comfortable enough to want to play with you. And so leading with the let's go have sex you know, question may not be is, the best. Approach. Yeah, it's it throws people off. Um, you really kind of need to create some comfort. So one of the things that I suggest is if you want to talk to somebody, like and take them away and just have more of a private conversation, I would suggest like the pool area, the deck, mm-hmm. especially if it's nice out. It's a little, it's like a little less threatening. Um, <laughs> than at the bottom of the stairs, yeah, going you know, up to it's, the it's third just floor. like a nice segue. And plus, like the pool is an open social space. It might be a safer space for people to talk. Um, so I would suggest bringing somebody to an area that's still open and social, mm-hmm. um, where you can have a conversation and, and just kind of sort of lead, feel each that, other out, yeah, feel each other out. Um, chemistry is a big thing. Um, flirting, your flirting techniques, eye contact. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So use all your usual yeah. flirting type tools. And or... I think people think that, you know, when you get to a sex club, those rules change, but they really they don't. don't. Yeah. You know, there's sort of a social etiquette that we follow as human beings, regardless of where we are mm-hmm. and leading and starting with those is a really good, is a really good place. Um, also because those are things that we're comfortable with. I mean, mm-hmm. we all have to say hello to each other. You mm-hmm. know, we all have to introduce our names. Mm-hmm. And so that's the same at a sex club. Yeah. So just try to follow. I know you're both nude or partially clothed or in a crazy fetish costume yeah. or whatever, but <laughs> all the same rules apply. Yeah, all the same know. rules apply. But I should mention, though, that when we flirt as people, and I'm really guilty of this, I'm a, I'm a touchy person. So mm-hmm. I like to touch people on the arm or you know, make some Small sort of physical. Of back yeah. or... and at, but at Oasis, uh, we do not allow that. There's no touching without active consent. Mm-hmm. You actually have to ask somebody to touch them. And mm-hmm. it doesn't matter if you want to touch them on their shoulder or their arm. Or their genitals. Yeah, or their ask, genitals ask, specifically. Ask. Yeah, you have to ask. So if you're flirting with somebody, please do not touch somebody's body without asking them. Mm-hmm. Very That's good point. very important. Yes. And another thing that uh, Daphne mentioned when she was telling her first time story is your ask once. Right. Policy. Yes. 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 We have at Oasis, we have an ask once policy, meaning you can ask somebody for play. And if they say no, you leave them alone for the rest End of the of night. End of conversation. That's right. Um, another thing that we actually just started doing is we have um, colored wristbands that we use for different events to facilitate like play and, and flirting and talking. But we actually have a wristband <laughs> that says not interested. And it's a red wristband and says not not interested. So if you come to the club that day and you just aren't looking for play or you're with your partner and you're not looking to play with other people, you can wear this wristband. Um, So the idea with this is that people are supposed to not approach you for play 
at all. So it's okay if they say hi, they wave to you and walk by you. Yeah, you can still have a conversation with the person, but but not um, interested in play. That's right. Yeah. And so uh, a lot of people have really liked that idea because it sort of takes the pressure off too. It takes the pressure off having to say no, because sometimes you just, you don't want to have to have that conversation again and again and again. Right. For sure. Yeah. Um, But then. And if you change your mind, fucking snip that. Yeah. Yeah. Just take it off and put on on a blue one or a pink one or whatever, (laughs) you know. Um, Can I, can I ask a question that that's may even go before this. Mm. Um, How do you feel, how do you get to that body positivity place? Mm. I know that's a kind of a large question, but how do you feel comfortable in your body at a sex club? Like your people are in towels and half Mm. nude or completely nude or lingerie. Like how do you, what are some tips or advice you can give for people feeling good about wearing lingerie, yeah. seeing people nude, you know, well, I, just in general. I'm thinking back to the, one of the first times that I was at the club and like being in a space where I could take off my clothes, like, and it was okay to do that. Yeah. <laughs> um, Cause girl, we know you were doing it when you weren't supposed that's to. That's right. But it's funny because here I'm allowed to do it. I'm like, Oh, I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> now I, now I don't so, know. So, so I actually just started doing it in small steps that were comfortable for me. And the great thing about Oasis is yes, it's, it's, we allow nudity, but that doesn't mean that you have to be nude. So clothing optional means if you want to wear clothes or if you don't, you can change, you can, you can do yeah, whatever yeah, you want. By all means, you don't need have to be nude yes. or partially nude. So if you are somebody that you're still getting comfortable with your body and you're just not sure how you're going to feel in the space, wear something that you f- makes you feel sexy and comfortable, whatever that is. That could mm-hmm. be lingerie. It could be like I don't know, a the yoga sexy suit, t-shirt, anything. anything that makes you feel empowered and feel sexy. And like, mm-hmm. that is completely up to you. And we want you to feel empowered when you walk in the door, when you are in the space. And again, it's hard to convey that until you're kind of in the space. Like you will see a variety of bodies. You'll mm-hmm. see a variety of ages, um, gender identities, which um, is something I love. Like that may be the thing I love over like the, all the play sex aspects mm-hmm. is just that we're, you see so many types of bodies, yes. ages, it's very diverse, yes, you know, very diverse backgrounds, experience levels. And it's that diversity that made me feel comfortable. And, um, and so I started with taking off, like I had, I had a bathing suit, um, top on and I took that off. And then I, and then I think I had bottoms on and then I might've taken those off and put on a towel. And then by the end of it, I was like, woo. Yeah. Know, waving that towel and, above your and, head. Yeah. But that was like my own process. And so when you come into the space, we really want you to know that it's, it's your own process and it's your own comfort level. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, seeing a variety of bodies and ages and. Just trying to pe- take it all in. Yeah. And-, and people doing sexy stuff. You know what I mean? Like people that you know, maybe a couple, they've been together for like 40 years and just like having sex everywhere. And it's, it's really cool to see that because again, it really normalized sexual behavior. So much of our mainstream media looks at sexuality as geared towards like a specific type of person, a specific type of body type. And you're like, well, what about all the other people? White hot people. Yeah. Like white hot 20 something people. Yeah, exactly. And it's like, well, what about all the other people in the world? Like, what are they doing? They're still having sex too. And so when you come into Oasis, you can see that and it's, it is very empowering. (laughs) And I feel like people, and I've heard so many amazing stories about people coming into the space, feeling maybe a little bit self-conscious and then really coming into their own. Mm-hmm. I've seen a lot of people grow in the space as well. Um, there's like couples and other single people that I've met and I've met them when they've come into the space at first. And then I've seen them a couple of years later and they're like transformed. Mm-hmm. It's really cool. You see like the confidence and like the ownership of their sexuality and the unapologetic 
um, love of their bodies. And it's just a really beautiful transformation. That is so great. I love it. Um, how about specifically tips on um, approaching people about like some kink play? Mm. Yeah. So at Oasis, um, we do a number of different events and we have a lot of great kink events on our, on our calendar. Um, and we work with like lots of different cool kinky people in the community. Mm -hmm. So, um, we often have workshops that people can attend. We have, um, demonstrations. Um, we have, or even just like dungeon monitors. Yeah. We have a dungeon monitor on some nights too. Um, so we have fetish Friday, which is a couples, um, sorry, it's for women and couples. Um, and that's the third Friday of every month. And then we also have a Oasis after dark, which is a gender neutral pricing, um, all inclusive fetish party. Um, which Sounds is, really, like which is really great. Um, and then I should also mention FetLife too, because if you're interested in kink BDSM specifically, FetLife.com is a great website, a great site to check out. Similar idea to Facebook, but it's like kink specific. Great. And Oasis has a very active uh, Facebook, or sorry, <laughs> FetLife, FetLife, FetLife uh, group on that as well. And then within like, and then going back to sort of talking about like how, how, do, you how, how do you approach people? Like we also offer um, a couple of different ways in order for people to mix and match. So we have speeding, speed dating events. Mm-hmm. We have those regularly on the fourth Wednesday. Um, I've been, I've been starting to uh, work on a polyamory matchmaking event. Um, and so we, I mean, we can't provide you with partners, but we certainly do our best to make it easier for people to meet. Mm-hmm. And so games, icebreakers, we have a monthly games night that's really popular. Mm-hmm. And the games night, interestingly enough, it's it's not really sex-based. It's a way for people to come in and... It's just an icebreaker. G- yeah, get comfortable in the space. And then that, that can eventually lead to play. Because the thing is, like, Oasis is very sexually charged. So unlike other venues, you can't really... You know, once, you're, once you're comfortable with somebody, it's usually not appropriate to ask them for sex. But you can do that at Oasis once those barriers are breaking down. So we, yeah. we provide, like, activities to make that easier for people. Yeah. This is amazing. I love it. We mm-hmm. already are, we're already at break. Amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Which is great because we have some very specific events coming up that mm-hmm. we're going to talk about. Uh, in the meantime, we're going to take a super quick break and you're going to hear a commercial about Come As You Are, which is an absolutely amazing... I love them. I love them, right? Mm-hmm. Trans-owned, trans-operated, uh, fucking phenomenal people. Um, they're so 100% behind all their products. Um, go check them out. Uh, all the information is going to be on this little commercial. And we'll be right back with Fatima Meshtab. This episode has been brought to you by the worker owners of Come As You Are. Come As You Are has the peculiar distinction of being the world's only worker-owned cooperative sex shop. With feminist and anti-capitalist values, Come As You Are only carries sexuality products that they truly believe in at the lowest price possible. Enter coupon code BEDPOST when you check out at comeasyouare.com to receive a 15% discount. And don't forget that shipping on orders over $50 is free in Canada. That's B-E-D-P-O-S-T when you visit comeasyouare.com. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the Bed Post podcast. I'm here with marketing director and 
Oh God, marketing director and events producer at Oasis. <laughs> the team on that Good morning. Good morning. It's still very early in the morning. Um, so we have some super fun. Uh, I say we, like you and I, <laughs> you and Oasis, the team at Oasis have some super fun uh events coming up yes. in the next month or so. Let's talk about those. Um, you are doing, you told me you were doing the Everything to Do with Sex show. That's right. What yes. are you doing yes. th- for that? So we, every year, we exhibit at the Everything to Do with Sex show. So it's a giant uh, cons- sex consumer show. Mm-hmm. So uh, Big convention. Big type. convention yeah. type of thing, trade show. Yeah. Um, so we've, we've had a booth there for years. I think we're going on maybe, I feel like, I want to say like our fifth year or sixth year being a part of the show. Yeah. Um, so Every weekend, we have a booth. We have our uh, Oasis Aqua Flirts, our promo team, talking to guests about the club, mm-hmm. um, inviting people to come visit us. Mm-hmm. Um, we always have really cool stuff at our booth. We have a ball pit um, where people can hang out. Awesome. So funny story about the ball pit. We actually <laughs> used to have um, a hot tub. So we'd bring a hot tub to our booth space. Really? That's yeah, amazing. Because we have a hot tub at the club. And so our booth is supposed to look like a little mini Oasis. Um, so we have a bed there. We have, you know, our hot tub. But... But the thing about the hot tub is that, like, it needs water. And so one time time we were setting up and um, we had, like, there was, like, a tiny little tear in in the the hot tub. And we had, you know, everything set up and the wires. And and then, you know, we (laughs) there was water leaking. And so we we had to get rid of that hot tub. But right away we came up with this fantastic solution to fill the hot tub with colored balls. Fill it with balls. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And not just blue ones. (laughs) colors yeah yeah diversity (laughs) um but it it actually worked out a lot better because um unlike the hot tub where people need a towel and they have to take off their pants and get in it's it it does get a little bit messy and and a little chaotic the ball pit's really fun people can just jump in it they can get their picture taken with the aqua flirt so it actually is it's it it turned out to be a really fun alternative um sometimes at various shows we've done presentations and this year we're going to be um unveiling some new looks from our clothing line oasis aqua shop Yay! So yeah, so it'll be a fun, action-packed weekend. So what types of what types of clothing is are we gonna see? So we are definitely gonna showcase our Oasis branded bikinis yep. and bathing suits, uh, and we have them in a, a variety of sizes for different body types. Mm-hmm. We're gonna be show, showing those off. Um, we're going to be having uh, so tank tops, our promotional gear, some really cute uh, sweatshirts, uh, yoga pants, crop tops, some really cool stuff. Um, and that's the weekend. I didn't mention the weekend, but it's November 24th to the 26th at the International Center. International so we invite people Center. to come and check us out. Where is that? That's in Mississauga. In Mississauga. Yeah. Great. So previously, the Everything to Do with Sex Show used to be held at the Enercare Center. That's what I, yeah, yeah. What I was thinking. Okay. And so it's it's been it's been bought up by another company um, called the Taboo Show. So the t- t- Taboo Show now does all of the, the consumer shows across Canada, the, mm-hmm. the sex consumer show. So, um, so it, it moved locations, um, but it's still, you know, it's still a lot of fun. It's still a great space. There'll be great vendors there. Yeah. Um, what, just what other types of things would you find? Um, so there's uh, presentations by other sex educators there. Dr. Jess O'Reilly will be there. Um, there's booths that have, uh, sex toys, lingerie, different types of massage lotions and anything to do with sexuality. Yeah. So it's basically, if you can imagine a trade show, Everything to do with sex. Yeah. Everything to do with sex show. Yeah. Hence yeah. <laughs> the title yeah. of the show. And there's great deals there for people if they're shopping around. And yeah. Great time of year also uh, for gifts. 
Yes, too. exactly. So, it's yeah. pretty much before. Oh my god. Yeah. Time flies. I know. It's I know. Christmas. <laughs> Tell everybody. me about it. Oh my god. So okay. So from you, we're we're getting the ball pit. We're getting the fashion show. Anything mm-hmm. else that you're bringing to the? Oh, oh my god. So we've been starting to shoot our own porn or in our own in-house porn, and yes. we have we've been doing some virtual reality reality porn. So we're gonna have VR headsets, and oh. so we have some porn that we've shot. Um, where you can put it on and you're like inside the room where people are having sex. So we're going to be having our VR headsets for sure. No. Yes. How? How? (laughs) (laughs) We like to get innovative at Oasis. No kidding. (laughs) Oh my God. Yeah. And... Okay, so how how is that even shot? You have a person, obviously, that mm. specializes in the VR. Yeah, so we have a videographer. His name's Jason. He's wonderful to work with. Yeah. And um, so we've been, like I said, we've been shooting our own in-house porn because we want to sort of get rid of the porn that we've been showing on the monitors, uh, getting away from sort of generic porn, standard, you know, conventional types of stuff and, mm-hmm. and integrate more authentic interactions with people. Um, so he uses, a, like, a, I think it's some sort of special tripod camera, um, but the process is pretty much the same. Like you have a couple in one area having sex and then you like to have other people or other couples sort of around you. And then it's shot with a three, like I from think, the middle, like, yeah, like a 360 camera. I'm not sure of the exact, exact ter- like terminology, but, um, but it's, it's not, it doesn't, it's not as complicated as it sounds. The, <laughs> the, the key is to have different people spaced everywhere so that when you are watching it and you look around there's things there's things everywhere yeah Yeah. there's lots of things everywhere so it changes the staging of it yes but not too much yeah not too much else no that's so funny you mentioned that because i was there with um two girlfriends of mine and um Jason was there that evening. Ah, yes. Um, and we're like, is that Jason in that porn? Oh. <laughs> well, he doesn't. He doesn't. He doesn't star in his porn. But uh. but we were like, there was. We we were well aware that it was not just like some generic. Yeah thing like we're like i think that that might be produced here yeah so, oh, that, yeah so that's very interesting that you're saying yeah we're that is totally what we're aiming to do yeah because right we noticed a, a stark difference we're like i think that was made cool like, I think oh, that's, that's an oasis that. porn yeah yeah that's awesome yeah no we're doing we're doing a whole bunch we actually got a glory we made a glory hole yeah so we actually so yesterday we shot glory hole porn um so our glory hole is different than like a typical glory hole situation. Um, it, it's like two closets. It basically looks like two closets with a hole connecting in, in the middle. Between. Yeah. Yeah. So people can go into each room type of thing. Yeah. So it does take away a little bit from the anonymity of the glory hole aspect, but again, Oasis is very consent based and mm-hmm. you know, we, we want to make sure that if there's somebody on the other side, that the person is okay with that. Of and course. Like that. So it, it actually fits in well with like our, how we do things your mandate yeah so we yeah. so we filmed glory hole porn yesterday um yeah. um so part of my projects is uh facilitating some uh various porn shoots to sort of highlight the events that we do at the club oh, I love and it. the features that we have at the club so that's actually really fun for me i'm, I'm enjoying that a lot and i Great like idea. i love working with people who want to shoot porn too i just think it's yeah. so cool and i'm a huge supporter of any type of sexual expression that people want to do uh, as long as it's consensual and safe yeah. um, I'm all for it so I'm yeah. happy to like include people that want to shoot yeah I actually had a great interview with Daniel James oh yeah uh, I love yeah. Daniel yeah, 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 yeah I love him and I'm going to use him for some modeling coming up awesome um, just like for promotional material for, for bedpost but mm. like oh man just talking about him with his experiences he because he's also 
producing, wanting to produce his own pornography oh, cool. as well. And he's a cam model. Um, and just a really cool, awesome dude. And he's yeah. had a lovely experience with it. It was like similar to your own. Yeah. Uh, saying he just loves shooting porn with people yeah. and working with people. It's no, like, it's cool. It's such a cool, awesome thing to do. So <laughs> I second that. Great. So, is Oasis does Oasis have an anniversary? Yes. Oh my god, coming up. So, uh, November eighteenth is our seven year anniversary. Yeah, so exciting. Very exciting. So the event is called uh, Sapphire Soiree. Oh. Because one of the uh, things with seven-year anniversaries, like the gemstone is a sapphire. Okay. Yeah, and I thought that worked well with our color scheme. Yeah. um, Because we're sort of known for our blue and black and gold colors. Mm -hmm. So I have some great (coughs) entertainment coming up. I have um, Bella Canto performing. I have Karen Juanita I have um, this wonderful, amazing pole performer. Her name's Freya. She's like a professional pole performer. Pole performer. Mm-hmm. Um, everything's going to be sort of sapphire themed. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to have you know offer treats for people, champagne toast, Very things nice. like that. Yeah, our anniversary parties are crazy. They're really fun. <laughs> <laughs> our five year anniversary was just unbelievable. <laughs> Why? It was just. It was just, in, it was just. It was really busy and a lot of fun. <laughs> so I, I at one point in the club I was doing what I called body jazzling. So I don't know if you ever heard of the jazzling. I put certainly have on the pubic bone. So I was doing that on a regular basis for our events, and I would do designs on people's bodies, and I loved doing it. And I was using stickered um, rhinestones from the, do- from the dollar store. Yeah. And I could do it really fast. And people, especially the women, really liked it because you kind of have to look at their bodies a certain way and they like the attention. Yeah. So I did this for the anniversary party and I had a huge lineup. And <laughs> our color, our theme was silver. So I was using a lot of silver rhinestones. And at one point, there was actually like a fight in line because people were like butting in front of the line. <laughs> and so like two, two guests got into an argument about like the body jazzle and, and stuff like that. And, and, um, and then another, uh, um, an ex worker of mine um she's not with the club anymore but she had was covered from head to toe in total silver she did an act and it was oh, just yeah. it was insane i mean it was fun but it was just like wow <laughs> the next day it was oh just like, yeah oh my god just to say i don't do da- body jazzling anymore it just it got all over the club it got it was just fun. yeah <laughs> it, was, was a bang. it was fun while it lasted yeah that reminds me of two things one uh they both involve my friend john um for <laughs> pride we we usually just like decorate john um <laughs> <laughs> Come together in a circle, throw stuff on him. Truly. He's got like a perfect bald head. So like um, for Pride or maybe it was Halloween even, we did like a disco ball on his head. Oh, fun. Um, His covering his full face and head. Like, and then uh, one other year. That's awesome. I did a really perfectly done uh, rainbow glitter beard on him because he also oh, has this thick beautiful full beard cool. um, and then I did more gemstones on a head on his head I think it was the same like the, the way I just got them at the dollar yeah. store we're probably yeah. the exact yeah. same ones they're great they're awesome you can get so many different kinds and colors but like oh my god poor John the like next day <laughs> at his job like he has to work the next morning like at the time he worked at an airport yeah. <laughs> He's got like full glitter. Like he's like that glitter did not come out. Oh, like, it doesn't. Not, not even like for a week later, he still like got a full rainbow glitter. Oh, beard. those rhinestones too. I mean, like people were putting them on me, and I was just finding them in the most interesting places because people were just like, "I'll just put some on you." I'm like, "Okay." And then like just the next day, a week like, later, yeah, I'm like, like, oh. oh, there's another one. Yep. Um, and speaking of anniversaries, you also have an anniversary for your yes, main event Sapphic, your first event yeah Sapphic Aquatica is turning five 
just like I'm turning five, which is pretty exciting. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So uh, at Savic, the Savic Aquatica anniversary is the end of January. It's January 28th, I believe. And so it's a huge, uh, a huge deal. Um, Tell us about Savic Aquatica. Sure. So Savic Aquatica is an event for women and trans folks. Mm-hmm. All trans identities are welcome. And... So it started off um, with, I mean, I I am a gay, queer woman, Mm -hmm. and I wanted to provide a safe and sexy space for women because I didn't really see anything like that in the community at the time. Mm -hmm. Um, There was lots of bathhouses for gay men. And, I mean, to be fair, there was a pleasure palace that was hosted by, I think, good for her, Carlisle. Carlisle Jansen. Carlisle Jansen. Um, So that that was something that was happening, but... um, but More, please. More things. Yeah. But there wasn't really anything happening on, like, a a regular basis in the same way that bathhouses were happening. Mm -hmm. And so Sapphic Aquatica is something that I developed um, that was to welcome um, women and trans folks to uh, Oasis um, and give them a chance to explore the space um, and their sexuality and their identity, their kinks, everything, um, in the absence of cis men. Mm -hmm. Um, because I really wanted to just carve out a space for us Mm -hmm. and, uh, yeah, it's, it's grown a lot. It's done, it's, it's evolved a lot. And I sort of liken it to the fact that like, it's, it's evolved the way that I've evolved because when I came to Oasis, like I mentioned before, I, I wasn't really coming from any community and I learned a lot about the existing community with Sapphic because Sapphic doesn't exist without other people being involved in it. I produce it. I organize it. I facilitate it. But what really makes it come alive are the people that I involve in it and the guests that attend. And so it's really grown in that aspect. I mean, when I started Sapphic, it was like me throwing together some icebreakers. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? It was really basic. I didn't have a big budget. Every once in a while, I'd get a DJ. DJ Cosmic Cat is actually one of my favorite DJs to work with. Sapphic, nice. yeah, she's like, she's been a part of the event um, for ever since I've started it. Mm-hmm. But it was really small, and then I kind of, as it grew, I started to involve more performers and workshops, and it's really like blossomed a lot. And um, Sapphic has also gone through its own sort of, like I said, like evolutions as far as who can attend Sapphic and things like that. And again, it, it's very reflective of how things that I've learned about our community as well. Coming from the perspective of a cis woman, that's really all I knew. And again, I I didn't have a lot of um, people in my life that I I didn't really, I didn't, wasn't really part of a community. So I, Mm. there's a lot of things I didn't know. And so I've really learned through Sapphic. And so it's grown, it's, it's had its growing pains and it's blossomed. And so it, yeah, it means a lot to me. It's like, Probably one of the most important things that I've I've done. It's your baby. It's my baby. Yeah. Your baby's turning five. I know. I know. And so are you, which is weird. <laughs> I know. Weird because I'm not five. <laughs> but sometimes I wish I could go back to being five. Sometimes I do. <laughs> um, so I mean, I'm gonna have a great party, and I always um, involve some sort of like fundraising aspect with Sapphic. Yes, of course. So, yeah, yeah so, you're uh, supporting a great cause. Yes, Trans Lifeline. Awesome. Yes. So people are encouraged to donate to Trans Lifeline. Um, I'm going to have some fun fantastic entertainment still working out the details but uh, and i don't want to give it all away just yet but um it's gonna be it's gonna be incredible it's gonna be incredible yeah yeah oh fatima we're pretty much at time okay oh my god okay all right (laughs) time for more coffee (laughs) i know get another get more caffeine in me please um okay fatima tell me all your all your social media stuff Mm. and for oasis as well so people can log on log on yeah we don't log on anymore. <laughs> you just get it. You just, uh, you just open your laptop. 
Yeah. So, uh, so our Twitter handle is Oasis Two Three One Mutual. Mm-hmm. Um, we also have an Instagram account, Oasis Aqua Lounge on Instagram. We have a Facebook page, um, Oasis Aqua Lounge Facebook page. Mm-hmm. Um, so p- people can contact us through any of those methods. Um, we also have our FetLife group on. Uh, our Oasis group on FetLife. Mm-hmm. Um, we're also on Yelp. We're on Google. Um, I have my own Twitter page, which I, I definitely talk a lot about Oasis stuff yeah. on there, so people can contact me through that. It's mm-hmm. at Catch Fatima. Um, people can contact me through my own Facebook, which is very active. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm pretty much repping Oasis all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, so whether yeah. through your personal or through yeah. Oasis, you can, you'll you get can it. Email info at oasisaqualunch.com <laughs> for any general questions. Um, we're very accessible to anybody who wants to get in contact with us. Amazing. Fatima, thank you thank so you. much for coming and talking I love with being me on again. The show. Yeah, <laughs> we have to have you back. Definitely. <laughs> Everyone, once again, this is Fatima Meshtab from Oasis Aqualounge. TGIF. What? <laughs> I'm Erin Pym, and this has been the Bedpost Podcast. Check back weekly, everybody, because we release a new episode every single Friday. And if you want to rate and review the podcast on iTunes while you're there, oh, girl, please do. If you're in Toronto and want to see Bedpost live, the Variety Stage Show runs at the Social Capital Theatre the third Friday of every month at 8. For more information on everything Bedpost, check out uh, our website at bedpost.ca. And if you want to get in contact with me, shoot me an email at thebedpostsexshow at gmail.com. Lastly, the Bedpost podcast features original music by Steph Copeland, who can be reached at her website, stephcopelandmusic.com.